0: Um, sometimes I don't, I don't feel like very seen, but then I don't know how I want to be inspiring. And it also pushed, like pushed me because it's like, you can be inspired by something and you see, and you're like, Oh, wow, this is inspiring. But I'm interested in this because Africa is sleeping.
1: Welcome to Econ with Dr. A, where we break down economics and business topics to empower your life. I'm Dr. A, your guide on this journey. Join me in explaining the insights that matter, helping you make informed decisions for a better personal and financial future. Let's get started. We're kicking off a Women's History Month series. So over this month, we will be highlighting the women that inspire us. Today, we're talking about Sadie Alexander, Uh, and her impact on economics. If you don't know who Sadie is, Sadie was the first black female to earn an economics PhD. We will leverage Princess Wara's experience at the Sadie Collective to highlight Sadie Alexander. The Sadie Collective is founded by Anna Gifty and Fanta Torre. And we actually did an interview with Fanta several years ago as part of our Econ Games uh, series, speaker series. So I'll link to that in the description of this uh, video and podcast. But Anna and Fanta have directly impacted at least two of my students, Princess and uh, Aro. Aro's at Princeton right now because of the relationship that he has developed with the Sadie Collective, specifically Fanta Torre and the advice that she gave him. So I'm indebted to Anna and Fanta for their efforts in mentoring my students. Princess just came back from the Sadie Collective Conference, and we're going to be talking to her about her experience and what she learned, what, how she was inspired, and what she plans to do with all the things that she learned. If you're new here, my name is Dr. Abdul Albarani. Welcome to Economics with Dr. A, where we talk about business and economic topics to improve your life. With that said, Princess, welcome to the show. Thank you. How are you doing today?
0: I'm doing good. How are you?
1: I'm doing fantastic. And we have with us Fawaz and Antoine who are joining us for this uh, discussion. One of the things that I am trying to accomplish over the next year is – Uh, Princess wants to already—she's already told me she wants to go back to the Sadie Collective next year, uh, but she has—there's one rule. She has to take at least two to three other students with her. Princess, have you identified who you're going to take with you next year, or are you still uh, recruiting? I have one. Who's that?
0: Keisha Francisco. Keisha
1: Francisco. I think Keisha would love to go to D.C. with you next year. So what about Fawaz? Can Fawaz go? Yeah. Boaz, would you be interested? Yes. Yes? So count you in? Yeah. All right. One one more to go, Princess. So, Princess, uh, I want to hear about your overall experience. What did you learn? What went well? And uh, what are your takeaways from this experience? So, first of all, tell me, how was your flight to D.C.?
0: The flight was really smooth, you know. I'm used to flying, so it's nothing... Yeah. New.
1: And so you say you're used to flying. I think it's really important for people to know a little bit about your background. Can you tell us why you're used to flying?
0: Okay. I'm an international student from Nigeria. So I came to the U.S. alone, August 2022. And then I usually fly around because I go to me family during the break since I don't live in Kentucky. Mm -hmm.
1: Uh. And, and your family is in Texas, correct?
0: Texas, Missouri, Boston.
1: Okay. Nice. Uh, Fawaz and I are going to Boston this week, or actually when this video airs, Fawaz and I are going to be in Boston for the Eastern Economic Association. We'll take pictures and send them your way. And, and what's your major, Princess?
0: Um, Economics. Okay. I, and
1: yeah. You are about to say, sorry, I cut you off.
0: I used to be a double major with international business, but... I made it a minor, and then okay. we add math or stats to it.
1: Wow, that's a big shift. So you've dropped international business to a minor instead of a double major, and then you've added math and stats as minors? Yes. Tell me more. Why Why'd you do that?
0: Okay, so you know with the econ major at NK, you have to pick something to like make sure you get the 120 credits. So mm-hmm. I was just like, okay, let me pick something easy Like something like not too hectic. I was like, okay, international business and it's new. So, and I get to do a study abroad. So I was like, okay, that's then. But then, you know, wanting to do my PhD and then everybody's like, you need to be, you need to like know calculus. And then there are just some other classes I need to take as well. Like just to be like on top of the game, you know? Yeah. So I was kind of like scared. Like I was so scared because... In high school, I wasn't like the best in math, and like, if I'm not the best, I feel like I'm the worst. So I was kind of holding myself back. But after okay. the conference, you know, I was feeling so inspired. I was like, "I'm going to, to do this now." And then I did so
1: okay, so so a quick takeaway from the conference already is because you went to the conference, you felt inspired and you felt it gave you the confidence to now pursue a math and stats minor, correct? Yeah. Okay. That's, that's impressive because I've been trying to tell you to add math and stats, but um, and, and that's, that's why the Sadie Collective and communities uh, where there's a role model and a community effect are so important because as professors we can give advice but sometimes that advice still seems unattainable and you need a community of uh, like-minded individuals, people that are your age or are on your path to inspire you to or help you believe that it is still possible. So I'm glad that was a, an outcome of the conference because I know you as a student and I know you're capable of having a math and a stats minor uh, but, you know, you had to convince yourself. Yeah. Okay, so you've made the switch?
0: Um, It's not official yet. I have to meet someone in the math department and, like, ask a few questions.
1: So what else happened at the conference?
0: There was a career fair. There were a bunch of networking opportunities, and then we had, like, speakers, different speakers, and we had breakout sessions as well.
1: Okay, so the first day you arrive, what do you do? What what happens on the first day?
0: The first day, I went to the White House area where we had speakers, and then um, after that was a research reception at the Brookings
1: Institution. Okay, so you went to the Brookings Institute. That's impressive. I've never been there. Really? How was it? Yeah,
0: it was really nice. Like a lot of people had so many interesting research. And then I saw something even relating to Nigeria, something about fintech sales and how the numbers from Nigeria are not matching up with the numbers in the other
1: records. Okay. So you found some, yes, for us. what do you mean by fintech sales? Like?
0: like the number of sales and how much money they make.
1: Fawaz is intrigued was had you gone, you would have known. <laughs> no, I'm trying to connect the dots. Like, okay.
2: Now, why does uh, m-
1: Maybe we could pull the paper. If you remember the author, and we could look through the agenda and um, see if we could find the paper or reach out to can the I author. I'll and...
0: a picture.
1: Perfect. Let's reach out to the author, Fawaz and Princess, and see if um, they can share with us their insight. Since you are interested, might as well pursue this a step further. So, what? How was the research? Was it like a poster session, or did everybody go up and um, present Good one question. at a time?
0: It was posters, and then you meet them, and then they speak mm-hmm. with you, ask questions. Okay.
1: Okay. And it was undergraduate, graduate level.
0: Yeah. Anybody.
1: We we probably should consider Princess. Maybe this summer you could um, work on a research paper that you could present there.
0: I am I actually. Go your email. Yeah. So I'm going to look into
1: that. you can going to apply? Okay. We'd love to have you as a Hale Fellow this summer working on research, and then um, maybe that's something that you could present next year at the Sadie Collective. Yeah. Fantastic. All right, day two, what happened?
0: Okay, day two, we started with the um, speakers, the keynote speakers, and then we had breakout sessions and the career fair. Okay. But that
1: in was what company? At,
0: it was at a different location. It was um I can't remember.
1: Okay. Was it at the Urban Institute? Yes. Okay. Good. Yeah. It's it's nice to see the Urban Institute sponsor this program and and support the Sadie Collective in their efforts. So when you went to the Career Fair, because we just had a career fair at NKU, but I expect the types of firms that were there um were different. What what stood out for you in with with that career fair?
0: It was tailored to econ, data science, mm-hmm. policy research, stuff like that. So I it felt like it was like specifically tailored to those like that area of study. Whereas the one at NKU is like more generalized, like You know, business. So then there's like marketing, there's global supply chain. And like, I actually barely see, I don't think there's any company that has come for the NKU career fair that's like specifically for econ, you know?
1: Yeah, that's true. You're correct. So one of the value addeds of the Sadie Collective career fair is it's targeting more specific econ and as I understand from our previous conversation princess also research-oriented positions correct yeah and after the career fair what'd you do um
0: I just went back to my hotel and then I looked through the different packets I received because they gave me like booklets and like things to look
1: through there were some speakers presenting as well are there any Speakers that were highlighted that you found extremely interesting or inspiring?
0: Um, One that was up there is Tassandra Brown.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, she was the first speaker. And then she was... Okay. The what did she talk before. about?
1: What? What did she talk about?
0: She spoke about banking on black women. Okay. How, like, a lot of people depend... like yes depend on them and it's like the pressure is so much but like you should also take care of yourself you know okay so even though people are like looking up to you and like expecting you to do really good so that in return they also do good because it's like the connection but like take care of yourself too you know your health is important Take some time good to relax. Mm-hmm. I remember, like, you're already doing so good, so don't feel like you're
1: not doing enough. Do Do you feel like you're doing well?
0: Princess? Sometimes.
1: Okay, and and when you don't feel like you're doing well, what what do you think you're not doing well?
0: I can't give a specific. It's just it's like just more of just general doubt.
1: What can I, Fawaz, Antoine, and the rest of the fellows, Keisha, uh, Grace, and Fred, do to help it enhance or improve or eliminate that doubt? Let me rephrase that. What do you think is missing from your experience at NKU to help you improve your or reduce the doubt that you experience?
0: um sometimes I don't I don't feel like very seen but then I don't know how I want to be seen you know but I know like sometimes I'm like uh like no one really gets anything and I just keep to myself
1: okay that's I kind of want to unpack that Antoine you unmuted what were you about to say
3: I can actually relate to you on that it's actually seemed to be a common feeling amongst younger people now and I'm not quite sure what is the major cause behind of it behind it right Um, for myself I do feel that occasionally. especially at work where you know, I work for a large corporation, to be unnamed, but, you know, mm. it's easier to just feel like I'm just another statistic. But, you know, I want to remind you, like, we're we're our worst advocates, right? We always are. Yeah, the people that know us best are the ones that we have to go to in times like this in order to remind ourselves that we are on the right track. Because, you know, in the the long war or the long battle of achieving our goals, it can be, bit frustrating because you feel like you're not achieving it quick enough and then like we live in a society where people that do hyper achieve or so you know have the the, I guess survivorship bias are more prominent right and so that we see them a lot and we think well am I doing enough am I doing it right even and it can it can be easy to feel that way but I, I, I do appreciate you sharing that because I feel like That, especially, is something that most people don't talk about nowadays.
2: Mm -hmm. I don't know, because it comes, like, for me, it comes occasionally, like, sometimes I don't feel sane. And sometimes I Mm -hmm. feel sane. So it's more of um. But how I battle... How I battle it individually is more of, like, telling my story, like... Because I might be having a conversation, but I'm telling you what I've done. So, for you to know that I am in the room, like for you to know I'm there, that I'm doing something, I think that helps me sometimes. Yeah, yeah and also like communicating what I need, like if maybe like among the among the fellows, I communicate with you what I need, like yeah. Because so, I think we've had a conversation before, so like I, I wasn't seen in this place, like you didn't talk about this, so maybe next time you could talk about
1: this later on just for my work to be said. My perspective, you are one of the highest achieving students at the Hale College of Business. You're heavily involved. Uh, you're great academically. Uh, you're part of Beta Gamma Sigma, part of Econ, Emerging Leaders Club, part of FASA, uh, part of Student Government Association. So from my perspective, every place I look, I see you, right? So for me, you're seen. But there's also that perception that you don't feel like you're seen. And I want to I wanna invest in that and make sure that our community is seeing the students and actually speaking their language and making sure that they are highlighted. Because as, as you've said it right now, I have this perception that you are seen. You don't have that perception. So how do we bridge this gap, right? Do do I need to communicate it more often and say, "Hey, princess, I see you," or do we need to create other systems? What do you think?
0: Other systems, like what?
1: I don't know. That's why we're talking about mm. it. We get to we could get to design it whatever way we want.
3: Also, like who who makes you feel most valued, right? So, like that's another thing that we have. I mean, I guess I don't know societal, but just a life lesson in general. So sometimes we may feel that we need to be valued or appreciated by a specific person or a specific group of people, and that's, that's possibly the last person we even need in our life. And mm-hmm. so I think if you can, you know, investigate, you know, who values you the most and how important those people are to you, also it can help in creating that new system for allowing you to make sure that you're seen
0: properly. Um, I would say I feel most like appreciated by my mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. so sweet, you know. She's just, she just like she would <laughs> randomly just send me messages like, "I'm so proud of you," and then I'm like, "Okay, thank you." But yeah.
1: So, so words of recognition are really important to you. Your trip to the Sadie Collective as your advisor or uh, professor. One thing that I recognized was. You came back from this trip with a little bit of energy, energy to do more, to be, you're already doing a lot, but now you also want to do more towards specifically Econ and the community that you saw. What was it about being at the Sadie Collective that inspired this effort?
0: A lot of people there do a lot, you know, to like stand out, Mm -hmm. you have to do a lot and be like on top of your game. And it just made me feel really good. Because I was like, I'm not doing too much. Like, it's not too much. It's just doing as much as I can. So mm-hmm. I was like, I should come back and probably put in more, you know, because I know I can. So why not do it?
1: Yeah, th- th- that's great. And it helps me. To know that you want to do more and to figure out the ways to best support you. So I'm excited for the next year until you go back to the Sadie Collective again to see how much we can accomplish and get you on that track that you want to be on. So Fawaz a couple of weeks ago had his, you know, 365 days, how you can change your resume in 365 days. Let's do that same exercise, Princess, with you. In 365 days, what can Princess accomplish towards her goals? So what I want from you is just a list of things that you want to accomplish so I can figure out how to best support you through that process. If you want to do research, I have the solution. If you want to go to conferences, we can work together to get you to more conferences. Um, But what I'm looking for usually students that want to do more that, you know, just need the mentorship or the resource or the guidance so I can fulfill that role. So I I am indebted to the Sadie Collective because you coming back has, you you know how to advocate for what you want a little bit more clearly now. Um, And I think it's because you saw what people were doing. And that role model effect is allowing you to come back and say, This is exactly, or these are the things that I think I want. Let's start having a conversation. Whereas before the Sadie Collective, it was, I want to do more. I just don't know what more is. Am I correct in my analysis? I think the game plan for us for the next, let's say, week, maybe two weeks, is let's come up with a 365-day plan. We have a summer Uh, research consortium. Fawaz is going to work on research again. Um, I sent you an email yesterday with um, how to apply for summer research funding at NKU. Uh, If you get it, great. If you don't get it, we'll find another solution. Um, We didn't have funding for Fawaz last year, but we figured it out. So let's make that happen. What else do you want us to know? So if Anna and Fanta were here, the co-founders that started the Sadie Collective, what would you want them to know about your experience?
0: It was inspiring and it also pushed, like pushed me because it's like, you can be inspired by something and you see and you're like, oh, wow, this is inspiring. But then you don't do anything about it. But this is like, it Mm -hmm. inspired me. And then I also feel pushed to like improve on myself, you know, and Mm -hmm. be on the top of my game. So thank you.
1: Thank you for taking on this initiative and going to the Sadie Collective. I know we talked about it and you showed interest and you made it happen. Um, And you're the first NKU student to go to the Sadie Collective. So I think you are going to be a role model on our campus. Uh, We just got to make sure to tell your story and how you were um, inspired or motivated post your visit. I know Fawaz and Keisha are both interested in going next year. And as I said, we'll find one more person to join you on that trip to Washington, D.C., which, by the way, is my favorite city. Um, You should always go to Washington, D.C. if given the opportunity. Princess, I want to say thank you for taking that initiative, and thank you for coming back. I'm really, 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 and I'm going to say it again, really, really excited to work with you over the next 365 days to see what we can accomplish through research, through building your networks, through expanding your experiences, um, we are going to be your biggest cheerleaders and supporters throughout this process.
0: Thank you. Yes, yeah,
1: sounds good. Antoine Fawaz, do you all have any questions for Princess?
0: Yeah, um,
3: I'm actually more curious about what is your uh, your interest in like economics. Do you have like a specialty subfield that uh, you're drawn to that you? Because I know you mentioned you may be considering a PhD. Do you know perhaps what might be your future calling?
0: Um, I don't know yet. Actually, I was talking with Dr. A about this on Thursday, sometime during the week. And then Mm -hmm. he asked me what I'm geeked out about. And then I was telling him about feminism. But I I don't really know like, what specifically I would want to go into yet. But I'm, I'm happy I still have time to decide. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. And this summer's research project could be the first step in that. Something that I'm really interested in is how childcare costs got so expensive during the COVID pandemic that it pulled women. It impacted women, uh, and they were pulled out of the labor force. Uh, what we need to do is just figure out which area are you interested in when it comes to gender and economics, or uh, you know, feminism, uh, economics. Uh, there's there's books that we could read together as well to get started. So I'm excited about that. Me too.
2: Yeah, I'm excited. I think the next step is just to go out there, read like read a lot of stuff because before you want before you want to do your research you have to like know what's out there. So for you to specialize in something. So yeah.
1: and, and Princess the great thing is exactly a year ago Fawaz was in your same shoes he he was interested in doing more he just didn't know what uh, so maybe sitting down with Fawaz and talking about how he came up with his game plan or how his game plan unfolded because i'm not sure if Fawaz actually knew what he wanted no, last year he just no, knew he I, wanted more i pivoted
2: like two times i, I had a research mm-hmm. question about um how does obesity affects um labor market outcomes and I was like, I was looking at all the papers. I wasn't really interested in obesity, so I pivoted to immigration, and that was I looked at um, the impacts of immigration in labor, like in labor market outcomes or something. Then, yeah. since then, then
1: right now, I'm looking at assimilate the assimilation rate of immigrants. So, it's a, a lot could happen. 365 lot, yeah. days, we'll we'll get it done together, Princess. What I need from you is you to communicate your thoughts. Things, no matter how random you think the thought is, share it because those random thoughts, those random moments of curiosity is what leads us to what you're passionate towards. And research that is anchored in passion is more impactful than research that is just done for research sake. So we got to figure out what Princess is passionate about and the things that make her quote unquote geek out and um that's that's my commitment to you. And um next year hopefully we will have another podcast on March uh first to revisit what uh Princess Wara has been up to. You're already off on a good start. I'm excited you. for your journey.
0: On that note, I got this book from the Sadie Collective When Africa Awakes by Herbert Henry Harrison. Yeah. I'm interested in this because Africa is sleeping right now because Mm -hmm. I've like, you know, when you grow up in Africa, it's kind of like some things are like, why is this happening? Like, that's actually why I wanted to go into econ because I was just wondering, is it really that hard to like improve or like keep an economy going? Like what could be wrong? So I'm excited to read this book and do some.
1: All right. Well, thank you for sharing. And I don't know if you noticed, once you started talking about what you liked, you (laughs) kind of lit up. Did you all see that, Antoine and Fawaz? Yeah, I saw. saw. Yeah. Yep. We need more of those light-up moments, Princess. So uh, keep on sharing with us and know that I am here to support you. And you have a group that is cheering you on. And um, we will accomplish a lot together. For everybody listening in, thank you. And for the Sadie Collective, thank you for helping me mentor my students and providing a space for them to be seen. Um, Anna and Fanta, thank you, thank you, thank you. Cannot say thank you enough for your efforts. I've had the privilege of seeing your efforts from the beginning. I was not involved with it in any means, but following you via social media and the passion that you all have for making a difference is inspiring. I'm excited to see what my students are capable of and through the help that you have provided, and hopefully next year, we'll have uh, at least four students visiting the Sadie Collective in Washington, DC. Uh, If time allows, I might also join them because I am intrigued to see how um, this system works. If you are listening, into this uh, show. Thank you. This is exactly the mentorship that we pride ourselves with at the Hale College of Business and the Hale Fellows Program. Princess doesn't know it yet, but she just signed up to be the next, what, part of the next Hale Fellows Program and summer research project, and I am excited to work with her. See you all on the next episode of Economics with Dr. A. Make sure to share this with anybody that would benefit from listening to it. See you all.